And we're here with John Jones of the Eastside Riders. And John, you have uh, some other people on this conference call with us. You want to tell us who we got? Yeah, we have Yoli. Yoli, can you tell us um, all about you and uh, what you represent? Still there? I think we lost her. Okay, so um, we also have um, Jaime from the Eastside Bike Club. And Jaime, can you tell us where you what these high bike club represent and where what areas they serve? Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for uh, having me here on, on Bike Talk. Um, my name is Jaime. I I ride with a bicycle group out of the east side of Los Angeles. Specifically, um, we ride out right out of El Sereno. Um, it's a community kind of the northeast portion of LA. Um, the Eastside Bike Club was formed a few years ago in 2008 um, by our founding member. Um, his name is Carlos Morales, and uh, he he basically started. He picked up a bike, and because he got notice from the doctor that you know he needed to do something to take care of his health, um, so one of those things that he did was uh, picked up cycling, and uh, he he put out a word out on Facebook and invited other community members to join him. And that was in 2008, six years ago, and and now uh, we've grown. Hello. We've grown to uh, to we have about six six seven seven hundred uh, fan fans on on Facebook. Uh, we host weekly rides um, that are geared to a little bit more advanced riders. We also host community rides and monthly rides um, that vary, and they're more of a social group ride. And also geared to to family members, children, and uh, just your average community uh, community members. That, that's that's, that's in a nutshell. The, that's called the ES is tell them. <laughs> it, it, say that again. What what is that ride called? That that um that that family ride. So we have uh this this past year we we uh we actually embarked on several different uh community focused rides um but but the the most popular and the longest running of those uh we call it slow at school uh so it's kind of a uh, a a a play on words where you know slow is cool but slow at school like you know because people from the spanish speaking community they intend to add the e in front of the s so slow at school um and those those rides we they're monthly rides we meet up in El Sereno. And we're actually hosting one of those rides this coming Sunday where we're going to do a 20-mile tour of the east side, specifically the Boyle Heights neighborhood, um, and be doing about five or six different stops at at landmarks uh, on the east side. Uh, So that's that's uh, something that we're excited about this year to start off the year with uh, such a big, big ride for the east side. That's great. And um, we also have um, Yoli back on the line. Um, Yoli, can you give us a little bit of um, the background of the SBA and what the SBA is here to do? Did we lose her again? Myra, are you here? I'm I'm here. Hi. (laughs) Okay, Myra, can you give us a little background on the SBA and what the SBA is here to do? No worries. Hi. Um, so I'm also part of the Southeast Bicycle Alliance, 
And so we are a group primarily from uh, southeast Los Angeles. And basically, uh, we're just trying to promote more of the bike culture. Um, as far as you know, doing more rides, we're trying to get uh, more like workshops out to folks, um, ranging anywhere between like basic like bike 101 kind of um, skills. As far as you know, when you're about to go ride, you know you should check your brakes, you know check air pressure and stuff like that. But then also just kind of um, gathering information from, you know, this local area to also, you know, try to go and, you know, put more of a voice as far as, like, bike policies. Um, and then uh, currently a lot of the, the cities around here in the southeast are um, taking part in their own uh, bicycle master plans. And so we're uh, hoping to just kind of, you know, gather more input and then be a voice as far as um, the bicycle community here. And Myra, can you um, let us know um, more or less of the cities that the Southeast um, kind of like represents? Well, um, a lot of the cities that are, I mean, again, it's like Southeast LA, it's kind of like a big city of little cities. Um, and so it's, we're uh, kind of focusing around, but not limiting, um, around like Huntington Park, Southgate, Watts. Um, Bell, Maywood, Linwood, uh, Walnut Park, uh, Florence, Firestone, um, and primarily the kind of like that area, just kind of you know to bring in like the unity, because a lot of the times it's you know you have this whole like HP versus Salky kind of thing, but I mean mm -hmm. if you kind of look at it in the grand scope, I mean it's you know we're what like not even a mile off, and you know mm -hmm. so we're just trying to like unite it all together. And so that's why we kind of used uh, the term um, Southeast as far as our, in our name. So Southeast Bicycle Alliance is just to kind of bring in that whole unity. All right. When you look at all of the components in the cycling world, um, when we start uniting, uniting Southeast cities and we start uniting the east side all together, then we have a bigger voice when it comes down to trying to um, get infrastructure and um, to pass some of the things that we want done in our community, like bike lanes and, 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 and whatnot. So that's why I felt it was important that we get um, the SBA together along with Eastside Bike Club out of El Sereno and uh, have a, a, a conversation about cycling and, and, and the, the things that's alike in both communities. So, um, go on, go on. <laughs> so, so, you know, we can continue to just um, talk about the different um, things that we want to get done in our in our area um, and how we can unite together and, and just let the, the the people out there in Bike Talk land, as I like to call it sometimes, let the people out there know in Bike Talk land um, know know that um, we are we are a community and we're serious about um, 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 making change in our communities. So, um, has Carlos joined us yet? No, did um, Yoli come back? I heard, I heard Yoli. At least I yes, heard her I'm laugh. here. Sorry, I, I was on mute when I, I started talking, but it was muted, and I was like, oh, wait, I need to unmute this. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, so you can um, talk to us a little bit about, um, about um, you know, your, 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 your coming up, our background into the SBA and, and wanting to, to get more um, cyclists involved in your community. And, um, okay. 
um, let me see if I answer your question right. So, well, first of all, um, we're looking for uh, volunteers to join our core uh, group because we want to be able to represent every city and in Southeast LA. So right now we have people that represent um, Huntington Park, Southgate, and um, Watts, and Linwood. Is that right, Myra? I think so, yeah. Sounds about right. And so, so we want to be able to, to have people like who can be the voice for like Maywood and and um, Belt Gardens and um, I'm sorry guys, any other city that I'm missing um, <laughs> and and uh, and we've been trying to um, because we we want to promote you know like a bike culture in Southeast LA and we know that people that that a lot of people um, in Southeast LA they commute to work on bicycles not by choice and. And we want to be able to make it safe for every rider, not just you know people that are that are going to go for a ride for fun. And what we've been doing. And that's something. Is, that's something that's common in all of our communities, all of our areas that we live in. That a lot of yes, us use absolutely. bikes not only um, to go to. I mean, not only to just ride around with our kids or whatever. We use them to go to work, and it's the main. Um, it's just one of the main modes of transportation in our community. So um, I think that's another reason why, um, you know, the East Side Bike Club by El Sereno and um, the South East um, Bicycle Alliance and East Side Riders, we all can 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 talk and come together and um, have a frank conversation due to the fact that we have a lot of things in common in all of our communities. And this is and this is Carlos. This is Carlos Morales. I just joined the conversation. I'm, I'm with the East Side Bike Club as well. Hello. Nice to have you with us, Carlos. Hi. And Carlos is the founding member. Of uh, Eastside Bike Club. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I would like to um, get. I don't know if anybody like because um, we also have um, a lot of different community members that are in our group, um, um, and I'm not sure if you guys have come across Andres uh, Ramirez. And um, I I have a feeling that he has one of your guys' number, but if not, like we need to exchange numbers after this interview. <laughs> so like, so. Um, um, yeah, we've been trying to, um, as as part of representing Southeast LA, we've been trying to give our input um, on on these bike plans, for instance, on how to connect the cities together, not just for them to to say, okay, you know, let's bring in some some people that are not that have not grown up in these cities and say say um, where the bike lane should go instead of and you know like the bike lanes can be there but they won't get used because they don't know the cities or what you know the roads more traveled will be. So um, that's one of the one of the inputs that one of the reasons why we're there to provide this kind of feedback to these to these um, companies that are being hired um, from the cities or from Metro. And um, we also uh, we're putting in some input for I think um, I'm not sure the name. It's, I think it's called Rail to River, that Rail to River um, plan. And we mm-hmm. want to be able to connect. To connect um, cities uh, from Southeast LA into East LA, as well as into areas like Commerce and Santa Fe Springs, because that's where a lot of um, traffic flows into, especially for work. This is this is Carlos again with the Eastside Bike Club. One of the things uh, I've been an advocate for several years now. One of the things that we're finding out is a lot of the city planners that work in various municipalities 
they're actually planning uh, routes and, and shareholds and bike paths. However, the missing link is the planners and the politicians that are putting these, that are making these, these decisions for us are not bike riders. They've never been on a bike, maybe when they were a kid. So we've been to meetings when, and, and we'll talk to the engineers, we'll talk to the, the uh, um, board, the, the planning board, and, and, and we'll straight out ask them in public meetings, how many of you ride a bike? How many of you guys commute to work? And you'll be amazed uh, time after time and municipality after municipality, uh, nobody that's making these decisions, nobody feels to have an 18-wheeler go by you or a bus or people honking at you or throwing stuff at you. And, uh, and, and the way we've been changing things is we invite the engineers out. Well, I will invite a politician out to come in, to come and try it. Um, so that's one thing that we as cyclists, we have to engage the the planners, the engineers, and the politicians. Anyone who's involved with it, if they if they haven't experienced it, then it's a, it's an opportunity to engage these people um, to actually see what we're talking about, see, see what it feels like to, to, to ride in the streets of L.A. See, I think you bring up a really good point, Carlos, because it's, it's one thing that it's, if it looks pretty on a map versus if it actually is doable, like out on the streets. But then it's like also one thing that I've noticed that it's, you know, someone says the word cyclist, but it means so much, it has different meanings to different mm -hmm. folks. So in a lot of cases, some people even say, like, oh, yeah, I'm a cyclist, but they're, like, the type of cyclist that, you know, load up their car with their bike, and they drive out somewhere to this really nice trail, and they'll go hang out over there for, you know, a few hours or half a day, and then they come back. But there's, there's like, that, that disconnection. So it's like, yes, you are a cyclist, and you're really into, like, recreational cycling, but... It's it's evolved to so much more that it's you know and it's plus with like the growing popularity of it that it's like yes you know it is used for many many things and primarily for a lot of folks it is used as their main mode of transportation. So I just I, I, I it's it's I'm glad that you really do that that you actually like call someone out to see whether or not they ride a bike and you invite them over. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's really it's you know it, it, um, I commute to work seven days a week on a bike, um, and you know it's my passion. It's it's what I love to do. I do it by choice, um, but yeah, we have to engage. We have to educate. We got to we got to do these type of things to in order to create the change that we we as cyclists want to see. Um, there's been times where. Um, for example, the Department of Transportation in Los Angeles, LADOT, uh, the city engineers, they've uh, placed bike lanes and sharrows in the streets of LA, and it's because of activists that have written those streets. They'll go back and, and they'll tell them during a, a public process that, hey, those sharrows actually put or the bike paths actually put the cyclists in danger. There, there, it, it, there, there is not enough clearance um, in the street for that to be that way. So there's been instances that after the fact that the sharrows are down, there's been cyclists that go measure it, and they say, this is wrong, and guess what? At first they say that there, that there was no money to, 
to yeah. put this in. Now they're, now they're spending the money to fix the problem because now it became a, a liability that, uh, yeah. that the planning department, the engineering department know about it. So as more and more psychists engage, I mean, we do have the power to change things around. And when we're talking about um, you, Carlos, cycling to work um, seven days a week, um, recently uh, you kind of made your passion and your hobby into your livelihood, correct? Yes, that's that's absolutely correct. So Carlos now rides seven days a week, and, and um, not only does he still try to get involved with the Eastside Bike Club, um, his club, um, but he he runs a bike shop in in Monrovia, Stan's Bike Shop. That that is correct. I I enjoyed um, riding my bike so much, and I enjoyed the people that I was meeting on on the on the streets uh, on a bike. That um, I decided, you know what, I, I wouldn't mind my career to actually change, and because I liked it so much to actually besides besides being uh, with the bike club and meeting people. Uh, on the street, uh, I said, I like it so much, why don't I uh, create my career to actually evolve against psychics? So basically, 24-7, I'm dealing with uh, uh, cycling issues. I'm also on the LAPD Bike Task Force. And we get involved with a lot of different uh, clubs, uh, you know, just to uh, promote cycling. That's 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 what it's all about. And, and, think, and, and thinking about um, thinking about the the, the future um, of cycling in our communities, um, or even think about the past from 2008. Um, how, how many people did you see on the on the road um, cycling? And and now, how many people do you see on the road cycling um, with within these past seven six seven years? Is, is that question for for me? For Carlos? In general, but um, Carlos, you can go first, and then we'll go around and just hear from everyone else. Yeah, when I started riding, I actually uh, started riding to lose to to lose weight. I was morbid or obese, and I needed to change my 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 way, or I wouldn't even be be, be here today. So, I mean, I'm, my I'm I'm here talking to you because because of the bike. And when we started, there wasn't very many people. So it was a lot tougher to ride the streets, the um, awareness that we have today versus what we had even five or six years ago. It's a, it, it's a big change, but, there's, but we have so much more to, to actually do about it. We really, there's a lot more work to do. And I think collectively, um, all the different clubs, all the agencies, all the organizations, uh, working in a partnership with a common goal that could really, really change things around. I mean, even when we started, I remember it was just guys in the street, you know. Mm-hmm. And now, when you look, you see you see guys, you see girls, you see older people, younger people. I mean, it's it's we're starting to create the change, and and the way we created the change that we I I think col- collectively. Um, we're trying to make the streets safer. That's mm-hmm. that's what I that's what I see. And do we still have um, Jaime with us? No. All right, Yoli. Um, compared to 2008, let's see. What was I doing in 2008? <laughs> uh, okay, your most I, recent. 
<laughs> I think I was still going to, um, still trying to earn my bachelor's at Cal Poly Pomona, so I remember driving a lot. Um, I actually live in Long Beach now, but I grew up in Southgate and Maywood. Um, the difference that I see now than that was not there before, I see Southgate's attempt to, to build um, bike paths, but it seems like they need to, to you know, revamp that. Um, um, I don't, I didn't see that many bicyclists before, um, actually 2008. Okay, in, I think it was in 2008 or so that, or 2009 that I, I joined the um, Ovarian Cycles over in Boyle Heights, East LA area. And, and we started promoting um, um, bicycle friend, uh, women-friendly bicycle rides. And mm -hmm. I did so, so compared to 2008, yes, I, I have seen more women on the road as well, especially at night, which is, which is very, very empowering, especially for young girls, because we're always taught to, to not be out on the streets late, uh, especially by mm -hmm. ourselves. But, but um, this, this sense of community, I, I wanted to see that in Southeast LA as well. And uh, Myra was also, you know, one of my, um, we both grew up in Southeast as well. And, and she was she was part of the ovarian cycles as well, and we wanted to to bring mm -hmm. both have that that you know like sense of community, um, and not just for you know um, young kids, but we want you know we wanted to do we wanted to do it for uh, the whole family. So we we've been seeing more families out, you know, um, compared to 2008. Yeah. That's great. And um, Myra's still here also. I'm still here. Okay. You want to talk um, about the the change you've seen from 2008 till now? <laughs> yes, I would love to. Um, I actually have seen uh, a big change. Um, in 2008, I was still living uh, um, in Long Beach, and then I had just made the move back to Southgate. And, yeah, you um, got your first row, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I actually have bought my first bike, or I should say an adult bike, you know, I used to ride it a lot as a kid, but um, living in Long Beach, because in Long Beach, I kind of felt like it was more bike-friendly at the time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it just so happens that there was a straight shot with, like, bicycle lanes um, from where I lived to where I worked um, in Long Beach. And so it was very empowering, you know. I was constantly on my bike, um, you know, and I was doing it, you know, to save gas and... Um, also, you know, to, to get healthier and whatnot. But, I mean, it just, you start to see, you know, your community or just, you know, cities or people in a whole different, like, light when you're riding a bike. Um, I guess it's because you don't have, like, all of this, like, metal and plastic wrapped around you. But um, what I started to notice, the, the, the change, um, it's, like, at least back, you know, even before 2008, it, it was, like, I think how, Carlos had said it was just, it's usually just like a small number of men that would write. And then mm -hmm. a lot of it, especially like in our communities, it was, you know, it was just um, a lot of uh, folks that were just going to work, you know, that was their means of transportation. But you didn't even see like bike shops. I think in like Southgate didn't have a bike shop at all. And I think like the only bike shop was like this little tiny thing in, uh, in Bell. I think it was Bell and then like another one maybe in HP. And then, um, Speak La Via definitely, I think, had an impact. You know, the first one being 10, 10, 10 kind of, like, mm -hmm. opened, you know, the eyes to many folks who made it or at least 
people were talking about it. Because I know, at least for me, like, I came back, like, I had gone. I mean, I took the bus to downtown because I didn't even know how to, like, get there. And so, <laughs> and then I came back riding. I came back, like, from downtown and afterwards riding my bike. But I was just like, we have to do group rides. We have to do this. Everybody needs to get a bike. We're going to go on Christmas. And we're going to figure how to, like, everybody's going to be on bikes. And, of course, like, the personality that I have is like, yeah, we're going to do this. But then I think also what kind of just started getting more people was, like, when this sixty trend popped up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like you started seeing kids, like, out on the street again, but, like, having fun, not just, not you know, how I always say it's like, oh, they're, like, locked up playing video games. But it's right. like you started seeing, like, you know, kids, you know, doing tricks, like, at the park. Like, I live near Southgate Park, so, like, you know, I'm constantly, like, by there a lot. And so... With seeing that, and I started seeing, like, more, like, families, like, on Sunday mornings, like, you know, doing little group rides. And so, if anything, I mean, I think it's now, it's gotten to the point that it's, like, you know, it's, you know, at least with the 60s, I think it's, like, you know, that cool factor already kind of wore off. And now people are, like, really, like, in it, like, you know, for sure. Like, whether, you know, you love rocking out, you know, know, on a cool ride with, you know, your cruiser, or, you know, people still, you know, popping tricks in BMXs or someone who has no idea what a bike is, so they're like, okay, I'm going to get a hybrid, the best of both worlds. And then still seeing, like, the, you know, the road bike out there, I just, it's, I don't know, it, it's starting to feel like it's always been part of it. So I think this momentum that we have right now, especially since, you know, policymakers and other folks are really starting to, like, just jump on this, like, like the change, you know, I mean, it's not a little cliche, but it's like, the changes now, and so it's like I think like we all have like the motive and motivation to do so. And I talk right. about so I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I talk bike talk, right? <laughs> but just um just just thinking of um the changes that I've seen over in uh, Florence Firestone Watts area within the past um six years is when um we started Eastside Riders down here. Um, we really didn't see um families riding bikes. We didn't see kids riding bikes. We saw, um, you know, the the day laborers riding back and forth to work, but we never really mm-hmm. seen families riding bikes. Now, um, as I work in the area and I, and I move around a little more, I'm seeing folks riding bikes everywhere. Um, they still don't know the, the correct way to ride bikes, but um, they're, they're riding their bikes. Um, and how, how do you guys think um, that affects all of us, and what do, what do we need to do more to um, educate um, the, the our community on um, riding bikes the correct way? Well, one of the things oh, that I, oh. no, go go right ahead. Oh, I just I just wanted to thanks. I just wanted to um, chime in real quick on on um, when we have our bike rides or when we go to support um, Eastside riders or Los riders. Um, I just wanted to say, John, that 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 like we really appreciate that that you have um that east side riders and those riders has captains to to um make sure that everybody stays safe on the street when we have you know big rides or little rides and and I think that's one of the most important things is to show people um during these rides what the appropriate way to to ride is within within the laws just because um in our in our areas in our cities we you know we're usually the first ones to get stopped by the police and, and asked you know like where's your helmet where are your lights and why are you riding on the wrong side of the street and all this stuff so so um one of the 
one of the things that that I have um, that me and Myra are trying to work on is is to do more of a of like a bike 101, but not not just you know to learn about your bike, but also to learn the basic rules of how do you ride your bike on the street. That, that's that's so right on. It's it's um, it's what the it's the way we as cycling ambassadors. This is if we're if we're out there, we're doing it. This is exactly what what we got to do um, is educate and try to approach people. Maybe they're not in a group, and if we see that they're doing something dangerous, to see if they're approachable and says, hey, you know what. Uh, I'm just looking out for you. You should do this and maybe not not do that. And if you see that they that they accept it, then you could continue the conversation. If you if they say they're not acceptable to what you're trying to to educate, then you kind of let it go. But every time I'm on the road and I see people doing things or in a in a in a lane position where they should should be or shouldn't be, I'll try to bring it up to them. Um, so the Eastside Bike Club has a bike safety class. Uh, that I developed uh, a couple of years ago, and it's been so successful that uh, back then it was Mayor Villaraigosa. He has the Summer Night Lights program, that John, you're familiar with. And yeah. um, we, uh, you know, during the Summer Night Lights, they have um, uh, arts and crafts and sports and a lot of different things, but one of the, there was a, a line, a waiting line of people to sign up for the bike rides that we used to do. And, and part of the bike rides, what we did was uh, provide a, a a bike safety class. So we would tell them uh, anything about the type of clothing, you know, not not to be wear clothing that's going to get tangled up, the type of uh, shoes, not sandals, you know, to make it safe. Same thing with helmets and on and on and on. And um, so part of the, the, the course that we do, it's one of, part of it is a PowerPoint presentation, then the other one's a, a practical assessment of their bike. And then the, the, the third module of our, of our class is we would go out on a, on a, uh, on a, on a group ride. So that's very important. Um, in not just, um, I want to say like four months ago, the City, the police department at Sierra Madre contacted me. They actually knew that I had this this class, and they wanted to give it to the community. But they said that the, uh, some of their officers should be involved with it. So we gave I gave the class, and there was several police officers involved, a sergeant, lieutenant, and a lot of their their staff. And then uh, one of the audience someone from the community asked them about, you know, how come they're giving tickets for people riding outside the bike lane? And one of the officers says, you, you have to be there. And then I corrected them and I says, no, you don't have to be there. Then I says, just in my commute that uh, when I got off the Metro Gold Line and went to City Hall, the, uh, the commute is less than a mile and a half. I had to get out of the bike lane four different times uh, and into the number two lane because it, it was safer for me to be in the number two lane than it was in the bike lane. One of the things we 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 talk about education. So it's not education. You know, we're trying to educate our our other cyclists. We're trying to educate motorists, but we also have to. In this particular case, I, I, we give some education to a law enforcement agency, uh, and then they actually uh, he sent one of his guys out there in the car. They came out. He goes, you know what? He's absolutely right. So so the four reasons that I came out. 
there was roots coming from the street, you know, from the the curb. The the tree branches were coming out, uh, and they were bubble, bubbling up right in the bike lane. That was one. There was trash cans in the lane. There was parked cars in the lane, and there was debris in the lane. And I and I told them, I said, go, I said, go over there, send some, and they went and. Yeah, they said he, he's absolutely right. So I said, so I mean, there's uh, there's reasons why cyclists don't stay in the bike lane all all the time. And just because there's a bike lane, it doesn't mean that 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 we have have to um, be, be there. Right. So an, another thing regarding education, it goes back. I go back to the the city planners and and and, and engineers. A lot of times, the city says, okay, we're going to allocate X amount of money to put in bike lanes. And basically, what it is, somebody goes and and measures and puts a white stripe. But what's happening is uh, here in, in uh, Lincoln Heights and also in Boyle Heights, there's some bike lanes where they just put the, the, the stripe down, um, and it's a, it's a pretty decent uh, distance, so you, you have a lot of that. However, between the stripe and the curb, there are potholes that a car would, 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 would get stuck in there. I mean, so they're not doing... So the answer is just not education about just putting a striped line, you know, a piece of, 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 of paint, but they got to start repairing the conditions of the road as well. If they're going to, if, if they expect the cyclists to stay in those bike lanes, it's got to be safe as well. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> We've seen a lot of that go down here in South LA uh, when they just went on, when Mayor Virgoso, he wanted to do finish his 15 miles a year and we just seen uh bike lanes coming coming down everywhere here in um in, in South LA but it was potholes everywhere and it was like thanks for putting down the bike lane but we're still not not really protected in these bike lanes because there's holes everywhere. Every mm-hmm. two three feet there's a pothole. So we we was better off riding in the number two lane than riding in the bike lane. Right. Yeah, so there's still a lot to do on the front of um of educating in our community, not only um members of our community but um law enforcement and um our our city leaders. Um I know in Gardena, I don't know a lot of people should know about this already, is um our bike club got pulled over in Gardena a few months ago regarding um the the right where we need to be in the road. Um the result of that was um um, their officers taking traffic skill one on one classes and um now they changed a few of their rules and, and, and their um municipal code. They got they, they they was able to to bring their municipal codes up to speed with, with um with, with LA City and, and, and the county. So Gardena is now um one of those one of those groups that's looking to um do more with cycling since since we was stopped over there in that in that city. So that's the thing when those happen. And that, that I mean, that's, that's a, go ahead, go ahead, Carlos. I mean, that's a great example, John, uh, that we as advocates could show. You know, we were in our right to do what 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 you were doing, and again, we use the tools of social media to get the word out. And then look how right. much support look how much support you got, John, from all over the city. Whether it be people, got, people writing writing letters, making phone calls, sending text messages, or just posting yeah. stuff on on uh, Facebook, they felt so much pressure that they had to create that 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 change. So again, it's um, advocates, it's people speaking out that actually, if nobody spoke out and you guys just would have got the ticket and you wouldn't have told nobody, John, then it would have uh, 
the next group would have came and they would have got harassed. The next group would have came and they would have got harassed. Well. And that's the new culture that we're bringing with with the cycle that's over here. Um, um, I remember the first time I rode back on the west side and I seen how everybody know everybody over there and, you know, you see them from a mile away and they know who that is coming. That's the same thing that we need to have over here in the southeast and the east in the East City, um, we need to have that same feeling where we can go anywhere and know that we got a buddy that's not far away. If anything happens to us, a flat or whatever might might the case be, that we got someone close in every city that we can stop in and say hi to, or if we're riding, we can say, "Hey, we come your way," and maybe they'll ride with us. Um, that's that's the kind of culture that we need to bring over here. No, most definitely, because I mean, if anything, now more and more for, you know, whatever reason, everyone is so, like, confined to their house and no one's really, like, it's not normal to, like, just be out and, like, know your neighbor. And then the fact that, like, riding your bike, like, you start to kind of just break that down a little bit. I mean, it's, you know, as far as, like, down this block, like, where I live, um, just, you know, from, you know, just riding your bike up and down the street, you start to, like, now, like, meet the neighbors, and then it turns out that, you know, you know, the guy down the block, you know, he owns a couple of bikes, and then, you know, he likes fixing stuff up, and then, you know, down the other street, it's another person that, like, plays to ride and all this other stuff, so that's a really good point that you bring up, John, because, I mean, I think with the bike, that's, like, a great tool to just kind of make a community a community. But then one thing I wanted to just kind of, like, add really quick when you guys are talking about, um, like, education and all of that, I think one thing that we also need to do is educate the non-bike riders on bicycle rides because many times there's, you know, you're, I mean, you're in between a parked, you know, parked cars and then, you know, a lane, and so they're, like, yelling at you. You know, it's just kind of that, like, aggressiveness, that harassment when you're, you have the right, but they just don't know any better. And so one thing that kind of really, like, made me, like, realize was a few years ago I had to go to traffic school. Um, but then even, you know, in traffic school, it's, you know, you get the laws, like, you read to you all over again. But not once did, you know, we have an in-depth conversation as far as, you know, what what is, you know, bike laws or any of that, of of striping, of, you know, lanes, of any of it. And so I kind of, like, brought it up to the instructor's attention, and I was just like, well, why aren't we talking about this? And then, like, his his response was, well, there's more drivers than there are bike riders, so there. But then I'm like, yeah, but, I mean, we're making a big deal about pedestrians, which, I mean, again, equally important, so why why can't we have all three? Right, right. so I think definitely, I think as as we, as we hone in on, like, you know, new writers, old writers, inexperienced writers, experienced writers, they really start to, like, you know, put pressure on people that, you know, are are still all about their cars. You know you know what? She, she brings up a fantastic point, and uh, I think all of us should really key on, key on in it when it comes to the traffic safety after you get a citation and, and, and you're going to try to, you know, not pay money, but you've got to spend those hours there. Yeah. She's absolutely right. There is no 
time spent when it comes to Cyprus. So maybe we as a lob as a lobbying lobbying uh, group and talk to the uh, the larger lobbying organizations that that's got to be something that gets addressed and as um, I discussed in in the in the people who are who are charging to pay for safety uh, that should be included that, I think that's that's a point that I've never touched I never thought about before but it's so important because that that's another avenue to get the education out and that's what they're there for so we yeah I think it's a great point and I think it's a it's an untapped it's an untapped source for us as cyclists to go and and used as another avenue for uh, education. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, that's the only way we're going to move. Did, did Jaime ever come back? Because, you know, we haven't heard from him in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Jaime? He, he left for a while. Too much good conversation going on. <laughs> <laughs> So um, what 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 are some other things that um that that we can do um together and just getting our communities to to be as one? What what's another hot topic that's going on? Is it is it um tr- us trying to get more city leaders out? Is it us trying to get particularly VSL events in our community? Um, is it us trying to um, just educate more, do more of those events like Carlos was talking about, um, where we where at parks and and um, teaching kids the correct way and families the correct way to ride bikes? What 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 is there next for us to do as 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 a community together? Oh, I, I mean, think. One, oh, go on. No, go go right ahead. I mean, uh, thank you. So the one thing that I that I do like that um, that it's. I think it, it it would be like a it's, a it's a good foundation is the one positive thing with these group rides with just trying to like get all um, cyclists of different experiences and ages is actually starting to bring the generations back together. So I know a lot of times you know there's this disconnect between you know the grandchildren and the grandparents or you know parents and children. But I think uh, riding bikes is a good way that it's starting to kind of like bring that back. And, you know, like how I think all of us have said it already, that we're starting to see like more families ride together. And I think that's very, very important. And I think it's, you know, however we're doing it, we should keep on doing it and then just, you know, keep on challenging ourselves. Because um, I think that's also one important thing that it's it's still like, it's important to have, you know, closeness and family and friends together and, and sharing that. So um, I would definitely say, you know, keep on uh, working with that. You are so right on. And, and John is a, a perfect example of, of family unity. Just uh, we did the uh, holiday parade in Highland Park, and John John's group rolled up with his family, wife, kids, and John all together. And, I mean... That's what, that's what we need to show. And then other people, believe it or not, John, they'll say, God, look at that family together riding a bike. And, and you guys all have a smiling face and say, hey, how come we're not doing it? And, like, one of the, one of the things that I uh, really push and I tell, you know, I tell people, you know what, there, there was once a time where families would sit down at a table and have dinner, have breakfast, 
um, even on the weekends, or, you know, if you can't do it in the weekend, they said, but now because everybody has uh, two jobs or going to school or, you know, different schedules, you don't see families having dinner at the table anymore. So I nope. tell people who I tell people who come to the shop. I says this is something that you could do with your family, and that you guys are going to enjoy. And 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 she's absolutely right. I mean, we see generations. We we see the grandparents, their kids, and the grandkids, their cousins and uncles. Every, you know, people are coming out. And again, this is something that you could do as a family unit that nobody does anymore. I mean, you don't like I said something so simple as sharing a meal at the table. That uh, uh, that used to be the place where a lot of bonding would happen between families and siblings and and stuff, and you don't you don't see it anymore. However, if we're out on the road, you could be talking about almost any topic in the in the world, and but but you're doing it as a family, so that's important, and that's something that uh, as people come to my shop, that's something that I really have people think about. And I say, you know, when when was the last time you had dinner and and stuff with you? And he says, well, we haven't done it in in a while. I said, well, this is something that you guys could connect back to, back together. There's a lot of okay. there's a lot of parents that uh, you know they they lost connection with their with their teens and stuff. Yet this is something that the teens would like, the parents would like, and it's something this this could be the golden family time that we as a generation had 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 lost to video games and 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 uh what have you one of the things very unique about our cycling community and i mean and this is another thing that i tell people it says when when you're on the when you're on the freeways in the car and and you see a motorist stranded with a flat tire how many how many cars are actually going by that by that motorist you you got not hundreds you got thousands of people going by and not one person stopping up to see if they need any help yet yep. In in the cycling community, if somebody you're on the road, somebody gets a flat, he says you you pass by. Hey, are you okay? You need anything? And I mean, people stop and they and they care. I mean, a good. I mean, the 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 percentage of this is like very high. I'm, I'm, I I want to say ninety five percent of of when people are are stranded or or uh, you know people would slow down, hey, are you okay, you need any tools, you need a tube, air, whatever, you know, whatever. It happens over and over again. And that's what the cycling community has, and this is what, this is what community is about. You know, we don't even know each other, but we're, we're, we've been there in one, in one time or, or another, and we know how it feels to be stranded, and maybe you need a helping hand, maybe your chain broke, or maybe you never changed a, 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 a tire or something. And that's um, <clears throat> that's something that we have that the motorists do not have. So you guys, true. You guys, you guys agree with that? That's so true. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I so, think another so, uh, another another way to um, I'm sorry. Can I'm just gonna say just two seconds. Another uh, another um, thing that we could do to bring like this sense of closeness with families is. Aside from you know like our Sunday rides or you know our our monthly rides or however many rides each of our groups have, um, is to to think about doing open street events. Um, you know like Ciclavia has their their own event in L.A. Why can't we bring it to our towns and and do the same? And I think that would help um, help a lot with the sense of community and and it's like it's like um, I'm gonna sound old timey but it's hip. To be, you know, to do stuff like that. So, like, it won't only bring like, you know, the younger crowd, but it'll also bring the the older crowd. 
I think it's great. I think um, joint efforts between the groups, which we've done it with ESEC writers. I know we've done a couple of things. It's been a while since we've done something with ovarian cycles. And we do something with, with John's group, but more of that inner interactiveness because each of our groups represents a different part uh, of society, of, of, of what the fabric of Los Angeles is. And the more that we unite and do, and do things together as a club, the our bigger the numbers, we, we, create that, we create that awareness in, in numbers. I mean, there's no reason why um, in, my, in my opinion, there's no reason why we have to wait for a of BS to, to happen if the streets are there 24/7. People are on their bikes, you know, day and night. There is no I mean, in my in my gorilla type of thinking, there is no reason why we have to wait to make these things happen. I mean, and we as a group, we could actually start something and, and say this is, you know, we're going to do these open streets and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do it, but us as uh, ambas- cycling ambassadors, we're going to show them, okay, we're not going to, you know, we're going to do this right. We're, we don't have to be running red lights and driving up and down, hopping the curbs and coming down. Just, just do it civilly and make it happen. Yeah, yeah I think, I think if, if anything, um, I think the one thing, though, that still that we all have to work on is still some people just have that fear that it needs to be broken down in, like, different ways. So I know, like, I have a really close friend who... She has gone to, like, every Ciclavia and feels comfortable there because there's no cars around her, but she will not ride on the street because she still has, like, that fear. So it's still, like, you know, trying to, like, break down that, like, level of of confidence or just, you know, the ability that I think for some that, you know, very to be gung-ho to hit the streets, you know, properly, like, you know, knowing, like, the rules and all of that. But then I think also not so much waiting for for an event like that, but it's more like if as we progress, at least, you know, with having an, an open event like that would kind of also help, I don't want to say, like, the rest of us or the rest of them, but I think it will just kind of, like, open the eyes to someone who maybe thought about, picking, you know, getting on a bike but maybe was too scared or wasn't really sure about it. I mean, at least, because I know for me, like, the open street events that I've gone to, and especially, like, early on when I was still, like, trying to get used to, like, just using a bike more often, it was such a, like, the words couldn't describe, like, like the feeling that I got of, like, wow, there is a lot of cyclists out there, and they're all together all at once. They kind of gave me the drive to say, well, if that's happening over here, why can't we do this? If that's happening over there, why can't this happen here? And so I'm going to be part of the here. Yeah. So, so kind of kind of like, you know, same with both what, you know, you're saying, Carlos, and then what you're saying, Yoli, it's kind of like it's the way, you know, we're all doing it together. I think it's just the way it's just going to, like, progress. It's like the more of us that are cycling out there on the streets for work, for, you know, whatever, and then, you know, still trying to, like, plan an open street event. I think it's just, it's, it's, it's part of our, our natural plan between all of us, you know? <laughs> right. And, and, is that how you were saying it, John? Is that how you? 
that brings us into, um, you know, a, a good thing to talk about. Um, Eastside Bike Club, um, Carlos Morales and Jaime, and um, and and that that tells us, you know, about the events that that, that you guys have going. Um, all the bike rides you guys have going, the weekly bike rides, the monthly bike rides. Um, can we hear a little bit more about your upcoming calendar of events that you have? Yeah, we actually. Uh, so, you know, when I when I took over the shop, I used to plan all the rides. I used to do all the routes, the Saturday rides, the the Tuesday night rides. Um, and all the special event rides, I used to do everything. Last year, when I when I bought the the shop, I was so inundated with running the, uh, getting the, the bike shop running the way I wanted I wanted it done and changing that that operation. It took away a lot of my time. And uh, you know, thank God for Jaime, Kate, Nick, Nancy, Mike. There's so many of them that you know I didn't even say anything, but they seen how busy I was and. They stepped up. He says, "Carlos, would you mind if if I if I plan the Tuesday night route, the ride?" And I says, "Oh, thank you. I would appreciate it." Then Jaime and Kate says, "Hey, Carlos, how could I do the the uh, family rides the, and the slowest school rides?" And I said, "Sure, please." And and all of a sudden, without me saying anything, I mean, these people that are in the club are so passionate and believe in what what the good cause is that these people stepped up and started taking their own will, their own time to actually start doing it. And and to me, out of if 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 I planted the seeds and see things blossom, I mean this is a perfect example how people I didn't I didn't mention one word to anybody of how, you know, inundated I was and they just what they wanted this to go and, and grow, and they started taking. They, they asked, "Can we do this?" And I said, "Yeah, please, to take it." So now it has evolved to where we have the slowest cool rides, we have the kids family friendly rides, we have the tour de cure. We 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 created the the largest community team for the American diabetes in the tour de cure. Um, we raised over forty thousand dollars for the American Diabetes this year. Um, we're already re- re- recruiting com- community members. There's a couple of people from the East Side Riders that are going to be joining our team. Um, um, hopefully, we get some people from Los Riders and Ovarian Cycles to join the team. And basically, what we're doing one of one of my missions when the uh, the president of the American Diabetes Association contacted me to come and, and start working on, on doing a team. He says, I want you to make it like Los Angeles. And I had no idea what, what he meant. When I actually went out to the ride on my first time, the first year, it hit me like a brick or a bat on the head where uh, our communities, the Hispanic, the Asians, the African-American communities, we're the most impacted with diabetes, and yet on the rides, it was like 90, 95% of all the participants were Caucasian, and the other 5% were made by African-American, Latino, and, and Asian-Americans. So now, in in three years, we have changed that, and, and that's what I want my team to be. I want it to be a... Uh, I want the team to represent Los Angeles, so we're we're trying to get people from all over the city to come and join our our, our team. 
uh, where we also do the Dodger Town rides. This this year we plan on doing three Dodger Town rides. We're the first group ever in the United States and in uh, any major league baseball uh, team to actually have a group ride into in, into a, a major league baseball game. Uh, right, right into the ballpark and do it. So now uh, the San Diego Padres are looking at it. There's a couple of other uh, teams that are looking at what what we're doing with the Dodgers, and and they're 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 trying to em, uh, emulate it. So I mean, it's pretty awesome to be something to do that. We also do going back. We're, we we do training rides on Saturdays and Sundays for the diabetes. Tuesday nights we do our we do our rides. We have our friendship ride coming up in uh, in uh, February, um, and then we're going to be doing some scavenger hunts and a couple of, of other of other things. We do a date night on a bike. We do a, a concert. You, we you know we go we go out to concerts. Uh, we take kids to go watch. Um, you know we try to do stuff for the for the kids and and, and the family. So it's just. Uh, there's a lot on the. There's a lot coming up, and if you see it on on Facebook and Meetup, you'll see all the all the different rides. And and there's something for everybody. There really there really is from the the youth to the seniors to couples to guys. We have girls. I mean, it's just amazing. And but it it couldn't be possible without you know people from within the group stepping up on on their on their own. And I'm I'm very blessed to be. Uh, to have the friends that I do in the cycling community and in the club to be able to to make it happen. And Carlos, uh, what's your guy Facebook? It's uh, Eastside Bike Club on Facebook, and we also have the Eastside Bike Club on 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 Meetup. And Twitter, you have a Twitter? Uh, Eastside Eastside Bikes. Okay. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> And and Yoli uh, Myra, can you guys give us a little update on uh, what the South East Bicycle Alliance will be doing in the next couple of months? Or I think you've got a whole lot going on just this month alone, correct? Um, well, uh, what we have planned going um, is so we are continuing to work with like different cities as far as uh, bike plans. So we're looking into doing like exploratory rides as far as um, just to go on the streets of where uh, planners are proposing to do like bike cleans or the bike diets and all of that. So we have some of that uh, going on. And then also we're also working on um, uh, creating more uh, workshops as mm -hmm. far as, you know, like we were talking about earlier as far as um, Doing like bike 101, or doing like little like kind of like pop-up info shops. Um, you know, looking at like parks in different cities. Um, and then there's also a, a workshop that uh, Yoli and I created that we've done a few times already um, on self-defense using you know while on a bicycle. And mm -hmm. so we just uh, the last one that we had done was. Um, Last uh, November, or I don't want to say last year, but it feels yeah, it's last year. Um, in November, we had done um, Lady Fest LA had uh, asked us to do that um, workshop, and we got a really good response. So, talking about how you know there are more more folks um, 
out on the street, you know, a lot more women, especially writing at night. Um, it also brought up um, to attention as far as, like, the safety of you being on a bike. So um, we're, we're working more on that workshop that we were doing. So a lot of it is just, like, basic moves um, to defend yourself if you get attacked um, while being on your bike. Um, so we're kind of, like, working more on, you know, kind of cracking all of that stuff. So definitely check us out on Facebook. It's uh, Southeast Bicycle Alliance. Um, we also have, we're creating uh, our own website right now, so I don't have the URL, but uh, I'm sure within, within a few, you know, weeks, you could just probably just Google us and it will pop up. But yeah, you know, just continuing also, uh, supporting rides, you know, we're, we're big supporters of the Eastside Riders and those fighters, United Riders, so... <laughs> We plan yeah, on, so, and, and don't forget about the planning of uh, open street events in East LA. I'm sorry, Southeast LA. Yes. So we have a <laughs> we have a few rides coming up um, um, throughout the city. So, so the slowest cool ride is Sunday. Um, you can find that on the uh, Eastside Bike Club uh, Facebook. Um, Next week, it's a couple of rides. The Benjamin Torres ride is continuing next um, Saturday. Um, find out, uh, most of the rides you find on Facebook. Um, that Sunday, um, the Central Avenue experience is going down. Um, and then uh, the 25th is going to be um, sort of like a bike ride, January 25th, a bike ride slash um, open streets event um, and watch um, from uh, CHC and um, Trust Off LA going to be doing some things at a grand opening, well, groundbreaking of a park and uh, and walk. So um, it's a few things going on. Uh, most of the things you find on Facebook, um, the Eastside Riders Facebook, of course, is Eastside Riders. Um, Instagram, uh, Twitter, website is eastsideriders.org. Um, it's been a great um, time hanging out with you guys and talking bike stuff. Um, hopefully we can get um, some of you guys on again, maybe one at a time, and, and we, can, we can do this uh, throughout the, the year, maybe checking in to see the progress of each cycling club. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. It's been a great time. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting us. Hope to see you guys in the street. Yeah. Be safe, everybody. <laughs> right on. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS feed link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is BikeTalkPFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group.